0: Welcome back to the Game Masters Academy. I am your host, Greg. Today we are going to be talking about uh, combat again with a second episode of Combat Corner. This one is designed um, as a relatively easy combat for a group of four fifth level characters. And we'll talk about scaling at the end on things that we can do to increase the difficulty depending on your party, depending on team composition, as well as uh, depending on the builds that your characters have. Um, if you have uh, individuals within the party that are not solely focused on being the best that they can possibly be at combat and don't have potentially like the most optimized build then this might be the the solution for that. Without further ado, let's get into combat corner number two. Ogres and goblins and orcs. Oh my. So the idea here is going to be a little bit of each. So four just regular goblins. One ogre howdah. That's a really weird word, but it's H-O-W-D-A-H. It's basically like a little fort on the ogre's back that, uh, as obviously the ogre moves around, the fort moves with it. The goblins are in the fort. Uh, it actually does some pretty cool things. It provides three quarters cover for any enemies that are in it. And it can fit four small enemies, or I should say four small monsters, inside of it without them having to squeeze into the space. So it's perfect for goblins. And then, uh, if the ogre dies, then the goblins appear in an unoccupied space next to wherever the ogre fell. And then the orc is going to be an orc Eye of Grumsh. I don't really know how we're supposed to pronounce that word. Grumsh? Grumsh? Whatever. So the way that I envision this is our party comes across a encampment or a fire that is surrounded with these oh, six individuals. And the ogre probably isn't very intelligent In some reason is allowing the goblins to ride on it. Uh, the goblins are just happy to have someplace to hide. And um, the Eye of Grumsh is a priest without... Or I should say maybe a cleric without healing abilities. And so, when combat starts, uh, the, uh, the priest should probably cast uh, Bless on three of the goblins. Uh, the goblins are going to have a lower chance to hit, and to have them be able to do anything, you're probably going to want to have uh, an increase to that ability. The goblins use their ranged attack in the form of a short bow to spread their attacks around the party, Uh, probably uh, backline, maybe casters, things along those lines, just to, you know, be annoying, basically. And then the ogre is going to potentially walk up and engage the tank of the party and then punches him in the face. So that's, generally speaking, how I would envision this. Uh, technically, the CR for this particular in combat is going to be 2 for the Ogre, 2 for the Orc, and a combined 1 for the Goblins. Each of them is a 1 quarter, and there's 4 of them. Now, if you're an experienced DM, and you're thinking to yourself, a level 5 party, 4 Goblins they're going to end up eating a fireball, so we should do something different. And I would challenge you on this. Why? So, part of the reason that the wizard took fireball is so that he could fireball multiple things at one time. And so, I would just let the dice decide. If the uh, the ogre gets to go first, and he is able to engage with the spellcaster, that spellcaster is going to have a harder time Casting fireball, or if he engages with the tank, the spellcaster is going to have to fireball the tank. And again, I don't want to remove the opportunity that our characters have to have a shining moment. So I would say leave it like this and accept the fact that if the wizard goes very first in combat, all your goblins are going to die. And that's just kind of how it is. But at the same time, for that wizard, That means that they're fireballing four enemies all at once, well, technically five, all at once, and they're basically changing this fight single-handedly. So I wouldn't really take that out. I wouldn't want to remove the ability for that to happen. A couple things to highlight with the Orc Eye of Grumsh is that it has the aggressive trait, which allows it to effectively dash as a bonus action as long as you're moving directly towards a target. So you have a little bit better range than you would normally have uh, with a regular uh, combatant. And it's tempting to put Spiritual Weapon as our concentration, but then again, that would remove Bless. And so I think you're going to get a better benefit out of blessing the goblins and allowing them to have an actual chance to hit. And then as soon as they get fireballed, burning hands, or whatever AoE spell is going to take all of them out, then we could potentially switch over to spiritual weapon here and weaponize our bonus action instead of just rushing with it. So let's talk about the makeup here of this party. I shouldn't say of the party, but of the monster group, and why they're all together. So, I envision that this orc Eye of Grumsh is currently out on a quest to bring additional members in to understand and worship Grumsh. And, it's such a weird word to say. And, in doing so, he unorthodoxically is able to convert this ogre and these goblins. And they don't just follow Grumsh, they also follow this orc. And they look at the orc as almost like a prophet and almost worship it. And so she, uh, in my mind, the Eye of Grumsh is a female orc. And so she is leading her you know, little tiny band of followers... So that way they can know of Grumsh's glory. And that's when our party ends up coming across them and uh, trying to take them out for, you know, crimes against humanity that they have committed in, in, in their worship. Whether it's, you know, raiding, pillaging, whatever it is that uh, works for your specific party. I think this is good for a uh, any kind of setting, but it's obviously outside of an urban area. So if we wanted to upgrade any of this so that way it was uh, scalable, or maybe you have characters that min-max, things along those lines, there's a couple different things that we can do. We can upgrade the goblins to goblin bosses. That doesn't really change their story impact, but it takes them from a one-quarter CR to a one um, so they have significantly more hit points and a significantly better uh, AC. But be careful because if they're inside the fort and they get three quarters cover and their base AC is 17, it is going to make it rather challenging for uh, the party to be able to get to them through you know, shots, things along those lines. Also, one of the benefits of the fort is that anything... Uh, attempting to make a melee attack has to do so with a ranged weapon when they're standing next to the ogre. So it really eliminates a lot of just your straight up, you know, single-handed weapon type fighters. So that's one option. Uh, secondarily, we could upgrade the orc to an orc warchief. Again, I think that keeps everything pretty much the same. Uh, and so you could upgrade the orc to the orc warchief. Uh, That increases the CR of the Orc character from 2 to 4. If you are in a party of, let's say, 6 or even 7 members that are all level 5, I would sincerely look at upgrading possibly both. Uh, Running the Orc Warchief, the Howda, and then 4 goblin bosses within the little fort thing on its back. Uh, And that's just because of the amount of actions that the party is going to get um, compared to you, and so we want to make sure that again, we're not winning, the goal shouldn't be for us to be able to kill them, obviously death happens, and it's part of the game but I'm not going to go out of my way to attack the same character over and over again, and then when they fall, attack them more so that I know they're dead, things along those lines. I'm going to spread these attacks out I'm going to utilize them in a way that makes the combat challenging, makes that challenge, once it's been completed, rewarding, and then uh, make it so I don't have to worry about uh, you know character death, things along those lines, unless someone just gets really unlucky and eats back-to-back crits or whatever it is that ends up causing it. So there you go. That's your encounter for a level 5 party, obviously ranging from... Relatively simple, all the way up to you know significantly more difficult, uh, depending on the types of uh, changes and upgrades that you make to it. Uh, I'm planning on having these combat corners be a regular Monday addition to the channel. I appreciate you, and I will look forward to talking to you in the next one. And as always, let's let the dice decide.